0: It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm John.
1: And we're... Friday Night Games. And we want to immerse you into our love of the hobby by educating and entertaining you through our board gaming adventures. Our podcast lands every Friday, and we create content for Instagram, Twitter, YouTube
0: tiktok all the things yeah all. and this episode is sponsored by tabletoprenaissance.ca, located in our hometown of windsor ontario canada they have their web store up and running so go check out tabletoprenaissance.ca for your board game and tabletop miniature needs
1: on today's episode we're going to talk about that 300 foot elephant called time travel Did I say 300 foot? I think I meant 300 pound, but... (laughs) Whatever. It's a tall (laughs) elephant. So we're going to discuss what is time travel.
0: We're going to talk about our favorite time travel stories in media. What we would do if we could time travel into time. We will also discuss what makes a good time travel game.
1: And we will get into a review of That Time You Killed Me, which is a new game by Pandasaurus Games.
0: All right, so let's go to the internet, because that's always truthful, and see what time travel is. So, time travel is a concept of movement between certain points in time analogous movement between different points in space by an object or a person typically with the use of a hypothetical device known as a time machine and time travel is widely recognized concept in philosophy fiction particularly science fiction and the idea of the time machine was popularized by h.g wells 1895 novel the time machine
1: thank you wikipedia wikipedia all that information. Yes. And thank you, John, for reading it. No worries. I did know what time travel is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just in case someone doesn't know what it is. <laughs> hi, hi. I'm living under a rock over here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. What is your favorite media thing that has to do with time travel, John?
0: I've got a few. I'm, like, I'm a big Doctor Who fan. Back in you know, Back in the day when we were kids, Quantum Leap, the Philadelphia experiment.
1: Never heard of it. Oh, Philadelphia experiment. Oh, okay.
0: So basically, there was like it, it's supposedly a true story where there, there, this U.S. military ship was doing testing for something, and apparently the ship like disappeared and like time traveled and like went back Stop in time it. or something. This is not a true story. Yeah, time travel does up. not exist. Look it up. Doesn't exist, dude. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna tell you exactly <laughs> what happened. Okay. There's a movie about it too. Okay, so Philadelphia Experiment is an alleged military experiment supposed to have been carried out by the U.S. Navy at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. So claimed a witness of that they sent a book full of handwritten annotations referring to experiments experiment to U.S. Navy Research Organization. And a little later, a series of letters making further claims Claims a UFO book writer, Alan's account, uh, yeah, something happened.
1: Okay, uh, you want to try and sell it to me? No. Oh, uh, come on. Just sell it to me.
0: All right. I got to see. Okay. So it, it was.
1: Okay. Hold on. So we just watched the movie. Yes. Wow. That was insane. Go ahead. Sell so ex- it to our, our listeners.
0: Anyway, it's supposedly the U.S. Navy had a ship that was rendered invisible. And in that in that time, apparently the ship, the people on the ship like time traveled or something like that. And so. they all
1: have eyewitness accounts of time traveling? I guess so. But wow. Not, I, 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 I don't believe it, but I'm you know what? Make- can't prove it wrong so yeah. why not
0: but i think my favorite time travel story is the flashpoint paradox in dc comics so the flash uses his powers to travel back in time to save his mother from being murdered and by doing so he creates this paradox in the dc universe but what's really cool about it is that all of the superheroes have these different origin stories so it said a superman landing in like a farm he gets captured by i think like the russian government or something and they make him weak they keep him weak and but the big the big one is batman and in the in the one paradox bruce wayne actually is the one that gets shot in the alley and his oh. parents survive and his dad becomes batman he's batman and his mom becomes the joker hmm. so it's a really cool
1: story i really i really enjoy it I mean, you're a big DC Batman fan, so yeah. I could see that. For me, I, I think like there's only two real references that I really love about time travel. The first one is I'm gonna go backwards. So my second one, <laughs> <laughs> traveling is, in time, is st- when they made the Star Trek movie. Okay. They like you know they remade they rehashed Star Trek. There's actually like part of that movie involved time travel. They actually had to fight time traveling aliens who. They they knew Captain Kirk, so they came back to to get him or whatever. But are you talking about like
0: the new series? Yeah, okay, The, cool, cool. the, the newer
1: rehash series with yeah. uh, you know it's, it's called Star Trek. It's like the first one It came out like two thousand eight or something crazy. And then the the first one <laughs> <laughs> is Back to the Future, which I loved. I used to watch that a million times as a kid. I mean, it's hilarious. Has some great lines. It's, it's a great movie and it has, it hits all like the, the things you're talking about where like you go back in time, maybe you affect the future, right? You know, he does all these events in the past. He comes back to a future. that's completely different. And that created like two other movies. Right. Right so it, it was fantastic and and it was like had great music it had great soundtrack it had it was catchy you know Michael J. Fox is that guy you love to hate <laughs> so cool I'll never be that guy <laughs> <laughs> although he makes that with his mom so that's a little weird but
0: eh, whatever whatever
1: and then I guess the other thing of time travel I like I don't necessarily like time travel I like the whole idea of, of different dimensions like the okay. same universe with different dimensions so I used to watch a show I don't know if you remember Sliders yep. so Sliders they had basically this interdimensional travel device that was broken so he would randomly get thrown into different universes and in each universe something different was it was like completely different like one time he's with dinosaurs the other time he's like you know world war ii never happened things like that
0: so you would like the marvel what if oh really yeah so yeah basically it talks about different universes like what if agent carter was like got the you know the superhero serum, okay. so she becomes captain britain or whatever
1: yeah I, I like that's cool I, yeah. I think those are cool you know one of my now that we're talking comics and I, we, we did mention this on one of our comic ones my favorite timeline is when they go back and kill professor xavier and then they create a whole new timeline of comics and yeah. i think that was amazing
0: so. Things you could do in comics. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's comics, right? You could do yeah. anything you want, basically. The multiverse. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you got Spider Man coming. Oh, is he having one of those things, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just rehashing ideas now, but it's going to be so good. <laughs> so good. Okay. Well, okay. That answered that question. All right. So, where would you go?
0: So, I'm a big believer in, in the theory that if you time travel and you like a. F- you know if you do something like back in the future if you do something in past you're gonna affect the future right so i would like to go back and i don't know if like meet would be like the right word you know i don't want to cause like a paradox or whatever you know but i never got to meet any of my grandparents they Mm -hmm. all passed away before i was i was born so i think i would try to do something where i can like kind of see them in person that's so sweet of you yeah especially my dad's dad because he was in a band so i'm i'm you know play music and stuff so maybe go to like one of his shows Oh, your grandpa was in a band yeah so maybe go to one of his shows just hear him play like music live would be kind of cool yeah but not like i don't know if i would like to interact like i'm your grandson from the future right i don't know
1: and then the world blows up exactly (laughs) right there
0: so i think like something like that would be kind of cool i don't know if i would like i don't think i would want to mess with like history or anything like that but i think like something personal like that would be cool for me
1: so i'm actually on the part of time travel that i feel like if you went back the things you did Are actually like happened, so like you can't actually mess up the future. Like you went back in the past, you started doing things; those things actually happened. That's what that's what my thought about time travel is. Prove me wrong. No one can. (laughs) (laughs) But where would I go? You know what? I think I'm. You know, you're all sentimental. You're like, oh, I just want to see my grandpa play. That would be the most. I'm a I'm a jerk. I want to go mess things up, man. I want. (laughs) I hoping that if I go with the past, I start messing with stuff. Things are going to happen, you know. First, first, I would probably go, when everyone starts deciding they want to create a board game as a group of us, I would yell at them and tell them how lazy everybody is. And like, (laughs) this is a failure. You're all going to (laughs) fail. I saw the future. for No one would believe me. Yeah. Cause I'd have to like the real me would have to duck out of the room as the as the future me comes in. They'd probably be like, "What's up with your face? You're, you have this huge <laughs> beard right now." And I'd be like, "This COVID thing happened. No one would believe me because no one believed Bill Gates when he told them November 2019.
0: <laughs> so you know who's gonna believe me
1: in January 2019?" and then maybe i would like you know when the maker of Catan's about to go submit his game i would just like swoop in hit one of his kneecaps blow it out take the game and then like maybe give him a little bit of covid because he doesn't know what that is yet (laughs) (laughs) and then i would take the game give it to my younger self and then be like hey dude you just made a bajillion dollars (laughs) enjoy your life although it would end up in my hands so it probably wouldn't go anywhere
0: (laughs) i wonder what that would be like a board game industry without Catan. It'd be crazy. It wouldn't exist.
1: It'd yeah. probably be like Monopoly. Like, everything's just Monopoly.
0: <laughs> and
1: then maybe, and then the third thing, you know, it was we're getting all sentimental about our family. I go to my dad and be like, dad, this is what we got to do, okay? We got to invest in these stocks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we Dad, yeah. crypto. It's just, just, just crypto. No,
1: Microsoft.
0: <laughs> Dude, Microsoft, <laughs> Amazon.
1: You may think it's a joke now. It ain't a joke. Nope. Both of those control all the data infrastructure of the United States. <laughs> oh, and don't invest in TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would tell him. He still wouldn't believe me, though. He would just be like, oh, Matt. I mean, I was trying to help him when, when I was young, and he still wouldn't believe me. <laughs> uh,
0: We're always there to help our, our parents, right?
1: Yeah. Free labor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. So you just be chaos. Yeah chaos yeah
1: why i mean you you want to see family you want to do good i want to do good i want to create a create i want to wreak havoc on the world
0: (laughs) didn't use it for personal gain
1: (laughs) maybe Um, i'll go that philadelphia experiment you're talking about yeah whatever see that happen
0: all right matt so what makes a good time travel game
1: all right so i'm reading our notes here a (laughs) time travel weird <laughs> i think the i'd be mean like duh <laughs> hey let's make a time travel game and then you like leave out time travel yeah <laughs> Whoa, it's, that just, game, it's just like uh like a b subplot or Where you, sub, just, you sub. play it like let's do time travel without time travel <laughs> you're just vacationing in tokaido yeah all right b what do, you, what do you think b should be
0: i think consequences for action so like if something happens at one point it affects yeah something down the yeah, line yeah
1: that's exactly what i do i want to go with the past I want to mess up stuff. And then the future's all messed up because of it. If, I don't, if it doesn't have that, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> right? Like, I want the past to happen because of me.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: this guy. I'm totally not selfish. There you go. And, you know, like when I was trying to give the Catan creator COVID, but it actually kills me first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, like, as as he's, like, you know, I try to give him COVID, but he, like, counters me and he, and he, and he like, puts me on the ground. And he's, like... What are you trying to do? And I'm like, just make the Game of Thrones. Invest in Game of Thrones. And he's like, <laughs> okay. And then Game of Thrones Catan. He gets it all out of me. And Because of me, they get Game of Thrones
0: Catan. is isn't there a Game of Thrones Catan?
1: There is, but because he countered my me trying to give him COVID. Uh, okay. He gets out of me the the recipe for you know the Game of Thrones edition there you of Catan. You, you know. <laughs> What about what would be the other thing, John?
0: I like the the like an adventure kind of thing, like where there's different like timelines and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You said you like different universes. Just joking around. I'm just joking around. Yeah, messing with me.
1: adventure. No. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, I agree with that. So time travel, consequences, reactions, and different timelines. Well, would you add anything to the list? No. I think that's
0: perfect. All right. Okay. Cool. So we recently received a game from Panasaurus Games. So thank you so much for sending us a copy of That Time You Killed Me to preview on our our socials. So what is That Time You Killed Me?
1: All right. So you are the inventor of time travel. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could be the one trying to kill the inventor of time travel and take the plans to yourself. You travel through different eras trying to eliminate your opponent using the environment modes of time travel, and combination of a lot of different things, along with rules that pop out of nowhere. Once a player is eliminated from two eras, then that's it.
0: Yeah. You win. Or you eliminate your player from all the... Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which
1: I think think comes with being eliminated from two eras. So just as a note, we actually talked about it on what you've been playing Wednesdays. You definitely, if you're not listening to that, you definitely should listen to that. So right now we are going to play the clip of us talking about it spoiler free.
0: Hi, I'm Matt, and I'm John,
1: and we're
0: time travelers. Oh,
1: what? Boo! Wow, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we literally
0: traveled, which been played Wednesdays to the future to 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 record this because we've been gone for like two months.
1: I actually traveled to the past, so this is just a w- weird, awkward
0: meeting of me and you, John. Sorry, <laughs> I could tell you all the things I knew. Cool. So, what are we talking about today? Holy blank word uh, can we swear on here i don't think
1: we can actually okay. think, uh, holy blank
0: wow yeah we matt and i played this this game no hold on
1: hold on we played the best game the best game of 2021 if not the century for two players for two players because it's a two-player game yes
0: and oh man oh man
1: that's all we can say about it
0: like my mind is blown how big this game is but it doesn't seem that big when you open it out of the box
1: yeah it's I didn't think it would be this amazing. Right. Like, when I first saw it, I'm like, this looks fun.
0: I thought the concept was cool. I'm like, I'm very interested.
1: What are we we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay.
0: So there's this game that's coming out, and, like, they're hoping for December, but, you know, with all the shipping Shipping. and stuff, who knows, but that's what they're aiming for. You can pre-order it now on the Panosaurus website. It's a game called That Time You Killed Me, and it is designed by Peter C. Hayward artist by joe ross published by panosaurus games and in this game you are the true inventor of time travel and you are one of you sorry it's a two-player game one of you is the inventor true inventor of time travel the other is a murderer and you're trying to kill each other to prove who the true inventor is
1: right and we're not going to get into like too much spoilers because you just kind of have to play the game exactly but I'll give you the the simple rundown. There's a past, present, and future. Each of you start off with a piece in the past, present, and future. First player starts off in the past, second player starts off in the future, and you have a bunch of moves so you yep. can travel between the next connected era. Right, which is so if you're in the past, you could travel to the present. If you're in the present, you could travel to the past or the future. If you travel back in time, you get to create a clone of yourself. Yep. Every turn you have two moves. And I guess I'll just describe the very basic game, which involves trees. So you can you basically get an extra set of elements, and you can plant a tree in the past, and it grows into the present into the future. Yeah. And that becomes obstacles that you can use to kill your opponent. So that's basically the general concept. Oh, and you win the game if your opponent has been eliminated from two eras, or you remove all his pieces from the board.
0: Right. And as you play the game and progress through the game, there's four other elements that you add to the game, and then eventually... And more. And more, and eventually those all kind of combine together to create this giant game that even still seems to me that it's a, it continues to grow.
1: Right, and on that note, we're not. We're, that's as far as we're gonna go with content-wise of the game. Yeah, I don't want. Uh, we don't
0: want to spoil anything.
1: We will. We will spoil it on our podcast, but that's in a couple of weeks. Right. So look for that. But John, what'd you like about it?
0: Okay, so I love anything time travel. Like time travel in media is awesome because everyone tries to explain it and what the effects of time travel will be. Right. So you know, if you do something in the past, how does that affect the future? Right, and it's all. And that's what I liked about this game. Because if you do something on the past board, it's going to do something on the future board. So like you said, if you plant a, a seed in the past, you grow a, a shrub in the present and a tree in the future. And I think that's really cool.
1: And then each of those could be used to kill your opponent, basically. You can knock the tree over to kill an opponent, which is super right. cool. And then, oh, there's so there's so much I want to talk about, but I'm not going to. Because right. you just, look, just go, I'm only going to say this. If you like two-player games and you like strategy games, just go buy this game. Yeah. You will not be disappointed.
0: It's called That Time You Killed Me, and just prepare to just be like, like the artwork's great everything's cool looking it's just an amazing oh, game oh
1: let's talk about the instruction manual is hilarious oh yes oh man it is so funny I, I just can't i really like cannot say anything negative about this game like the instruction manual is so well written and it's so funny and it just sort yeah. of like it has a the, lot of jokes as you read it and it gets funnier and funnier too. yeah and
0: the, the instruction manual is written at from the viewpoint of a person that knows everything that's that's gone on so they they know one of you is the inventor one of you is the murderer and they've seen everything and you know think of it as like the watcher on that new what if marvel show right but they're interfering like crazy because they're telling you all the information but anyway i I don't watch that show so if if
1: you don't catch john's reference either do i so don't
0: worry about it (laughs) anyway go out and grab that time you killed me by Panosaurus Games.
1: Right. What do we play wrong? Nothing, because you slowly play the game, and that kind of it builds upon itself. Yeah.
0: Not that, that was the great another great thing about this game is you literally open the box, give you basic rules, and then you add on this other element. No, actually, then, you play a different element. Yeah, you play a different element, and then those elements will combine. And then once you get those elements, you get more elements <laughs> that you can combine. We can't really <laughs> say much, about it. like just go buy it. Just go yeah, buy it. Just, I, you learn the game as you progress, and you get more and more things added to the game as you go on. And then once you reach the end, there's more in there to do, and it's awesome. And
1: we're not just saying this. We actually did play a ton of these games, and we actually went into all the different changes. So yeah, we're just so telling you, you need to do it. They
0: recommend playing three games of each thing before you move on to the next one, and Matt and I did that. So. We, we did the combination. We played and this we game probably actual, like 30, 40 times. Yeah, it's... Just do it. Yeah. Like, it, it makes you play it all the time. Just just go get it. Oh, anyways. <laughs> I'm Matt. And I'm John. And you're going to go by... That Time You Kill Me by Pandasaurus Games. Check us out on Instagram. That,
1: uh, you'll, you'll find us. Yeah.
0: Friday Night so Games fun. underscore official. TikTok at Friday Night Games. Twitter at Friday Night GMS. And our website, FridayNight.Games. Thank you. All right, so... That was our initial thoughts of playing that time you killed me. Just go buy it. Just go buy the game. But now we're going to get into the meat of the game. There's going to be some spoilers. So if you don't want this game spoiled, please, you know, turn this off now. Go buy it, play it, come back, listen to it.
1: If if you're unsure about buying it and you want to hear more about the mechanics, well we're going to get into we're going to dive deep into this game. Yeah. Uh this peter c hayward game yeah okay and there, there's a lot to it like it doesn't seem like it's big like it seems like it's just like a simple chess like game but it's actually like pretty complex
0: yeah what's cool about this game is just how much it builds off of everything so when you start the game you have three boards three timelines three eras past present and future and then you start off with
1: you actually just start
0: with that with that pieces and then you add in the first component, which is called growth, where you're adding trees to the mix. So, you know, wherever you, you plant a seed in the past, it grows a shrub in the present and a tree in the future. Right.
1: And if you plant that same seed in the future, it's just a seed. Right. Right. But if you plant the seed in the present, it becomes a shrub. In the future. A shrub, which you can then move your opponent into to kill them.
0: Yeah. And if you plant a tree or plant a seed in the past, but on a space in the future... Where your opponent is, and that tree lands on that space, you kill your opponent. Uh, No, it shifts them. It shifts them. Doesn't the tree land on them and kill them? The shrub shifts them, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's right. So it's really, it's a very complex game. And then, so you really have to think of all these strategies on all three boards to really excel in this game. Right. Okay,
1: so go buy the game. Yes and now we're going to we're going to ruin everything. Okay. So <laughs> we just ruined growth.
0: <laughs> That's the first thing.
1: It's the first thing, yeah. So like basically when you play the basic game, which I really love about this game is the fact that you slowly play through it. Right. You know, they start you off sm- simple, you know, this is chess. You move your person into the wall. Moving into the wall kills them. You if when you travel through the past, you get to create a replication of yourself in the in the in that so if you go from like present to past, your piece travels back in time. You create a piece in the present, right? or whatever space you left. If you travel from the the past to the future, you actually don't create a piece. Mm-hmm. So it's like super cool, and that like neat mechanic. Once you run out of pieces, you know that's how you start losing the game because if you're eliminated from two boards, you lose basically. Right. So we ruined growth, but how did you? What did you think of growth?
0: I think this probably. I don't know if it's my favorite one. But I guess it's the easiest one to learn. It's the first thing. I feel like we played that one the most. I think that was kind of incorporated in all the games we played majority of the time. I think it's the easiest to manipulate and keep track of as you play.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think we said the game starts off with you learning one mechanic at a time. So you learn no mechanics, then you learn one mechanic at a time. Mm. I think it was the time travel-esque feature of the game. Like, hey, you plant a seed. Guess what? It, it's a tree. It's a tree now. So I thought that was super cool. Yeah. And that kind of like right off the bat started blowing my mind because you, you're you like, hey, there's two other, well, there's more than two other things that mechanics that we're going to learn. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's more. <laughs> like this game is going to get amazing. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was really
0: cool. Right. So they recommend you play each part three times so you can really understand how everything works which we did which which we did and then we moved on to the next one which was influence Um, so so in influence you are playing with statues so the statues each player gets their own statues and then there's statues that the board has that go on a specific I think it's the number seven space on each era. And those statues are used to kill your opponents. So you can push the statues. So if you push it in the past, it moves in the present and the future. You can push your opponents into the statue and that kills them. You can pull... The statues, spaces. Is this the one where... This is where I get confused. So if I move it in the future... It doesn't move. It doesn't move in the right. past, so right? So when you...
1: So it's kind of neat. If you move it in the future, it doesn't move in the past. And so, like, your your statues can be offset. Yeah. Your statues also don't start on the board. Building is an action. Yeah. I think everyone just does right away anyway. Yeah, it's good to get them on the board. <laughs> yeah. Because then you kind of create that, oh, you have to be careful about the moves you make. So the one really crazy thing that i love is the fact that you have to be thinking every board right right and it's just it's such a it just messes with your mind right like you're like oh if i do this action then i can't do that so i'm like watching it's a two-player game by the way and i'm watching john play and i'm like oh man how do i i'm like hoping he makes certain moves that leave openings for me to do things
0: which i did because i think i lost like every game (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: sorry dude all good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the statues, like the influence and in statues was really, it was just a neat effect. And I actually thought, spoiler alert, this, well, not spoiler alert, this is my favorite one. Okay. I really liked it because I liked the idea of pushing statues and then that moves everything from the future. So I don't know if you remember, I was actually hanging out in the past a lot. Yeah. Oh, by the way, once you move, once you do a turn at a certain era, you then have to choose another era to activate your pieces. Right. If someone eliminates your piece while you're in an era, then you actually lose your turn. Yeah. Which sucks. And I have d- did that to John several times. I actually think that's why you lost a lot of the games. Probably, Because yeah. I would eliminate a character and you would be in that era and you would just be like...
0: Yeah, so if, if I'm in the future and Matt eliminates my player in the future, my next turn is me just moving my temporal... To another era. Temporal focus to another era, which is what... Is what they indicate which area you're going to play next,
1: right? And then yeah. you being disappointed, basically. Yeah, I'd cry a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that might people might ask: Does this game have like a runaway leader problem? Is it hard to come back? I actually don't think it's that hard to come back. No, I, I think, I think maybe the killer move is is when I eliminate you from an era and you're ready to do a turn in that era, and then you just have to move to another. I think that is when the killer moves. Yeah, but if I kill you in an era and you already have a piece in another one, I think you could come. But it's not. Terrible yeah, I don't back.
0: think you beat me by like like you didn't blow me blow out the game. No, like it was very close. Yeah, yeah, every yeah.
1: yeah, and I I guess the only other weird thing, the only weird thing about the statues when you build a statue, it builds in every era. So unlike the seed, where if you put the seed in the present, nothing happens to the past. The statue actually happens across all. And I think that's just because they want to get that mechanic into yeah. the game.
0: Nice. All right. So what's the the next one?
1: The next one is amazing, mainly because as you're going through each scenario, there's like a little uh, blurb in the instruction manual about like, it's like a story. Like you're following this hilarious story.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) If you listen, you know, the part of the, What's Playing Wednesday, like I, I, I attribute the rule book to be, it's narrated by, by someone who knows everything that's going on. Right. So it's like an outside perspective and you know, the, the person is very sassy and hilarious. Oh man. It's so funny. Honestly, like just like the, the text, throughout the entire game is on point oh yeah like, i laughed the entire rule book i oh, laughed every every card that we pulled oh there's
1: there's like foreshadowing so i wanted so before you get to this scenario they're like oh and guess and they're like they said there would be elephants so they kind of hint yeah and so like without you know you don't actually see the elephants and i'm reading like memory i'm reading the box i'm like memory i'm like is this elephants and then you open it up and there's these elephant pieces and they're like this is hilarious because you joked about it two scenarios ago and now we're actually playing with elephants i thought that was so clever yeah so the rule book is is the way they like portray the story and the way they they set up the rule book it's it's amazing right it's an experience on its own okay so elephants this is the memory portion so the idea is that elephants actually start in the corners of every board and then you have these hats so the hats are your play piece and once you go up to an element you can spend an element once you go up to an elephant you can spend a hat or an action to place a hat on the elephant so the elephant remembers you so if you do it in the past every elephant that you trained will from past present and future will remember you if you do it in the future then you only train that elephant in the future the past the two past ones the present and the past don't remember you
0: right players can only control one elephant per era as wow. well,
1: right. There's two different colors, light pink and and hot pink. Yeah, it's pretty elephantish, I guess. <laughs> and then the two, so if you if you train one, you can't you have can't have control of both elephants, right? In all the areas. So once you train one, you lose control of the other one. Yeah, and and also moving forward too, you do it in the past, you lose control of all the ones moving forward. So and they have some pretty cool abilities. So they basically could just stomp over your opponents, and they could push obstacles like other elephants and stuff.
0: Cool. I feel like I didn't utilize the elephants as much as I could in the game.
1: I I feel like I, not to put a pun on here, but I stomped you <laughs> <laughs> in the elephant scenario. Yeah,
0: I'm just not good at chess. I think.
1: Yeah, th- this game is is really chess-like. Yeah. Do you think it's because you're not thinking so many turns ahead? yeah I'm not a forward thinker because like when I play it I'm actually thinking about your moves I don't even think about my moves yeah so when you kill me I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oops I guess I should be looking up my own moves yeah there. I try
0: to look for openings I don't know I'm I'm weird with it I haven't I haven't found my strategy with yeah. it yet
1: yeah did you like the elephant uh,
0: I liked all the elements of the game like I liked it. I just feel like I didn't utilize it as much as I could have. To uh, get the upper hand on you,
1: yeah. I so I think I really like so I said I like influence a lot. I really did, but I think elephants really shined in the next section of the game. So spoiler alert, <laughs> what happens on the convergence section, John?
0: So the convergence, you choose, you randomly choose. They get you to build in the in the instructions. So you play with two of the previous things that we mentioned together on the board, so you have have a bunch of obstacles you have to to go through to kill your opponent. But once you figure out how everything works together, when you play the game, you randomly choose the elements you're going to use in the game, whether it be growth and memory or influence and memory.
1: Right, and then now these introduce more rules. Right. So, for instance, like growth and influence, you push a statue onto a seed, it now destroys that tree into the future. Right. Which uh, we forgot to say that you can actually remove a seed from the past and actually removes the shrub and the tree from the future right but now you can use you can push the, the stone on top of it to remove it so it's kind of neat yeah and then like growth and memory you can use the so growth is the trees memory is the elephant you can use the elephant to push trees over it's super cool mm-hmm. you have like influence and memory so that's the stones and the Elephants, you can use the elephants to move the statues, and so I was saying, I think one of the cool things that I really liked about elephants is that they played really well with the other two. Right. So using the elephants to move the statues was actually one of my favorite scenarios. You know, elephants, statues, so memory and influence. Those are my. That was my favorite playthrough because i was using the elephant to move the statues or as trying to plan out how this how the elephant was going to stomp you i just thought it was so strategic like we were we were playing that game longer than we were playing any game right it was very much like a very close game
0: yeah it was fun all right okay so what happens
1: so now once you've done all these combinations and you and you know you've you've played all the game what happens next john
0: then at after you figure all that out, they introduce player powers. So there's two scenarios you can do. You can choose whatever they call it once power share and draft powers. And draft drafting powers. So you randomly choose which one you want to use or you decide between you and your your opponent. So drafting is you each take one out of the I like think there's three powers and that's what you can use for the game. So either I forget I forget which what mine was, but Matt had one where You can travel from the future to the past as if the past is the next era, so you can like travel forward to the past essentially. Or power share is you choose one of the powers and that's the one you both play throughout the game. Matt and I didn't didn't play that version; we had our own powers. Yeah, we were selfish. We don't we don't want to share. Yeah, Yeah, we're not we're not cool like that. So like we we were kind of you know when we got to the convergence like oh this is the whole game. And then we're like, oh, no, there's more.
1: Oh, man. And there's there's so much more. Yeah. And
0: we're like, okay, so, you know, we're doing these player power things. So, like, okay, like, th- this is cool. Like, player powers, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I I really liked this aspect because it added, like, a level of complexity mm-hmm. to the game. Oh, mine was something I got an extra turn if I was in the past. If oh, I, right. If I, if I ended my turn in the past.
1: Right. I got an extra movement. Yeah. if I did, so- I got an extra, got extra, movement. extra teleport or something. Yeah, if I was in the past,
0: you were able to travel from the future to the past. If I ended my turn in the past, I was able to do an extra. Right. Turn. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: the very. That's the very first. They call it the coda. That's the very first introduction. Yeah. Of that play play style, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, and I I was like, okay, like the, how can this game? This has to be the end of this game. Like no, no, and then, and they <laughs> were like, oh, okay, so now you have played this now open the box like open the right like so when you open up the convergence box there's a bunch of envelopes in there so those envelopes now are achievements
1: Right, so maybe you need to defeat your opponent without losing a single piece. Right. You know, something like that. Or you defeat an opponent using Paradox, meaning you, you push two of his characters together.
0: Right. So once you open up these envelopes, they offer even more player powers to the game. But what is interesting is when you're choosing the player powers, some of the cards can only work with certain eras. So if you choose the... You know, you might have chosen different eras, but then chose these player powers. You'll have to, you know, switch up the eras you want to use. But it was just like you have to play this game so many times to get the all these achievements. There's like ten achievements, right? Right. So
1: I, I actually think like the achievements really work. Uh, to me, it was like I would just open the achievement and play with that set. That's you're, what you're supposed to do. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's supposed to be the next. Right. The next player powers the player you, power do. you use. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that determines what you know what scenario you're playing which yeah. is really cool but I mean we, we we read through all of them we didn't we didn't have a chance to play all of them right right but we read through all of them and I'm like wow this game becomes infinitely way more fun way more complex like it just brought a whole new element to the game like you're like this is what we're leading up to is amazing
0: right and then you know once then there's the final envelope which is like you know you can only open this envelope once all the other right. achievements are are won and you're supposed to write like who won them right which which there. is
1: sweet because it's determining who actually invented time travel that's the whole purpose yeah
0: so you know when you get the final envelope is like whoever has the most achievements is the, the true inventor of, of time travel and you know the game like honestly you know, to to get to that point you have to play this game so many times which i think is amazing because it's just like you want to play you want to get that answer
1: you know what we it was very quick like it wasn't like games took us any longer than 15 30 15 minutes 15 minutes yeah yeah Probably 30 minutes at max. 15 minutes was, like, the average. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just, I don't know. Like, I didn't think you even needed the achievements. I think you could just just open each envelope and play through the game if you really didn't want to do the achievements, you know? The achievements gave it if you wanted to, to be that way and you really wanted to do that. I mean, we honestly did a lot of the achievements prior to knowing that there's achievements. Yeah. So the achievements are <laughs> attainable. Yeah. So it's very easy to open the envelopes, but I mean, nothing stops you from just opening one by one and playing with the rules because the game is that amazing. You do want to play each one. You do want to learn. I'm actually, I'm glad you brought it tonight. We'll probably play a game after this, to be honest. <laughs> but you know, I, I look at that and I'm like, man, there's so many games of this. I'm not going to get bored. We play a lot of two player games. Right. And I think this is so perfect for us. Like, the instruction manual is well done. The way they lay out the game rules is well done. The way they make it advance is well done. The way they draw you in is well done. You want to keep playing, you know? The only thing I could see maybe maybe would suck is if, you, if you're, if you like, you're not winning a lot, maybe that would kind of tick you off. Maybe there should be, like, some sort of... Yeah,
0: I saw it fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Yeah,
0: that's it. That's the end of the rule book. Like, this game, what amazed me with it is, like, after I thought the game was done there was something else to do and honestly like i haven't seen this much i feel like this game was very well thought out and there's a lot of work put into this game to make it a make sense b work well together and retain my attention enough to want to play it as many times as we did right and it was quick yeah it was super quick to play i honestly like this is probably gonna be my favorite game of the year the year's almost done And I'm just like, my mind's blown on how amazing this game is. Yeah,
1: I actually have in my notes that this is actually the best game I played in 2021. Unfortunately, I don't know if this will be released in 2021. It might be released more like 2022. I think they're hoping
0: for December, though. They are, but
1: I mean, like I'm I'm assuming it'll be limited in December, but it'll be full on in 2022. But man, it is actually like, I'm not just saying that. I'm actually like being very serious that this is the best game we played. The only downside I can see from it not winning game of the year is it's a two player game and two player games never win game of the year, which is kind of sad, Yeah, but it should be right. But it should be because it is, is like, it's so well thought out. It has everything. It has, you know, production value. It has, the game is amazing. The, the concepts are amazing. Playing it together is amazing. It becomes advanced. It has all these rules. It has achievements. It's just like phenomenal. How could it not win? Yeah. Right. And I'm saying it's the best game I played this year. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, there isn't as many games this year as other years, but it is, this is this would win other years for sure. I would agree. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Like when I first heard about this game, I was sold just on like- The marketing. The marketing of it. I didn't know, I know nothing about this game. And then I read what the game is about. I was like, I need, I need this game. I need it. It wasn't a want. As a need just just reading the description and playing it oh my god like everyone needs this game
1: yeah i think i think a lot of games do that where the marketing really pulls you in and you get the game but a lot of them don't deliver right and this game delivered yeah like 900 and and i actually expected it to be good i didn't expect it to be this good Right, but I didn't have low expectations, and normally when you go in with high expectations, the game never lives up to those. This game actually exceeds <laughs> the expectations. So one of the jokes was when they were when they were making this, doing the marketing of it. Nathan, one of the owners of Panasaurus Games, was like, "I think we have the game of the year." Yeah, and I actually like. I'm like, "Oh, everyone says that." And I'm like, uh, "Actually, yeah, Yeah. I, <laughs> I think, actually do I think, think you have do. game of the year." Yeah, like they they release a lot of games this year, and one of them was Jurassic World. I'm guessing this is better than. Dr- Dinosaur uh, World. Dinosaur World. Wow. Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> one of Women's Dinosaur World. And I believe that this game is probably gonna be better than Dinosaur World. Again, it's gonna be a different crowd. Yeah. But I think like this game would is actually a better game based on innovation, gameplay, production value, achievements. And then the fact that it's like actually like twenty games <laughs> all in one is yeah. pretty pretty amazing. And the creator had to think about how to make all those games fit together into like a hilarious story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like the narrate, the narration is like some it, of the best part. Like, it's, it, it's some of the best comedy. It's, it's almost, it's,
1: it's almost worth it alone. Like, if yeah. this, okay, look, if this was a game, like I would say this game was good just based on that. And I'd also say this game is good just based on the gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> it has everything. <sighs> yeah. What we're just about this game. What a Good game. <laughs>
0: is there anything else you want to add
1: no nah, just go buy it already yeah
0: all right so thanks again to danny and the team of panasaurus games for sending us a copy of that time you killed me by peter c hayward it is such a good game and we could we can't thank you enough for for allowing us to to play it you can pre-order it now on the panasaurus website We're looking for i believe a december release yeah just just go do that if there's one thing you do today do that
1: yeah and also comment on our socials.
0: <laughs> Come <laughs> hang out.
1: Yeah. Uh, All right. Hey, hey w- w- you know what? Hope everyone really liked our time travel episode. I had a lot of fun talking about this game and talking about time travel with you, John.
0: Thank you. I also had a lot of fun. I enjoy. I enjoy time travel. I enjoyed this game, and now I just want to go watch some, like Doctor Who. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I hope you get to see your dad or your, uh, grandpa's concert or whatever. That'd be cool. That'd be
0: dope. <laughs> I do have his old records. So I throw those on every now and then. Oh, that's yeah. Super cool. Awesome. If you like what you hear, don't forget to follow us on your favorite streaming platform or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on our social medias, Instagram at Games underscore official, Twitter at FridayNightGMS, TikTok at FridayNightGames, and our website, FridayNightGames. And as always, I'm John. I'm Matt. It's Friday night, so let's have some fun.